I got it for free. I painted it in two days and then I sold it for $200. So let your friends, family know, hey, I will come haul this thing away for you. I'm updating furniture. If you have anything you want to get rid of, let me know. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of The Rachel Cruz Show. I am so glad that you're here. In this episode, we're gonna talk about different side hustles and how to get additional streams of income to help you pay off debt or save up for your emergency funds. Then you're gonna hear a conversation I had with Christina Mascari with Pretty Distressed. So she flips furniture for cash And she's gonna give us all different kinds of tips on how we can do this. Now, don't be intimidated, I promise it's really good stuff. But first, let's talk about the top 10 trending side hustles right now. Take a listen. All right, today we're gonna talk about top side hustles that are trending in 2022. So those of you on baby step two, which means you are paying off your debt, having a side hustle is one of the best ways to speed up this process, okay? extra income in, you get through it so much faster. So here are 10 side hustle ideas that are really popular right now. Number one, become a mystery shopper. Mm -hmm. A mystery shopper is someone who gets paid by a retailer or a marketing research company just to go into different stores and report on the consumer experience. It's kind of like you're a secret agent, but you're shopping. Awesome, right? And there are a lot of companies where you can find work doing this, like Bestmark, IntelliShop, and MarketForce. Number two, do freelance bookkeeping. With so much remote work happening these days, it is so easy to do bookkeeping remotely and virtually, and you get extra flexibility in your schedule by doing this. So, There are so many startups that have popped up over the past couple years, and a lot of people are looking for bookkeepers for their business. So this involves things like payroll, sending out invoices, paying vendors, and compiling documents for tax day, all of that. So if you're organized, if you're good at math, it's a big plus. Number three, create online courses or workshops. So there's probably a skill that you have that you're really good at. So is it writing, calligraphy, social media, marketing? Why not teach other people that skill, right? You can build your own website with platforms like Squarespace, Weebly, and Wix, and it's even easier to create and upload written course material or teaching videos, which people will pay to have access to. And you can also do live workshops via Zoom and Facebook. Number four, manage social media accounts. You know, if you have social media, you're probably really good at it, let's be honest. And if you're kind of like a little influencer already, some of you kind of have your own thing going, then this could be a perfect side hustle for you. So there's a lot of people gifted in social media, and some people just need some help who are not great at it for growing their brand or their platform. And you can plan and create content. You can schedule posts, help grow their audience, monitor different posts that perform really well, which ones don't. You could even engage with the customers, you know, via the comments or the direct messages, all of it. So it's a great option. Number five, sell your photography. This is so interesting because you don't have to be a professional photographer for this, but you just need like kind of a decent camera or even a good iPhone camera and go on YouTube and look at photography tutorials, all of that. And that will get you a really long way because you can actually sell your photos to sites like Adobe Stock, SmugMug, Shutterstock, or even Getty Images. You can also hire out your photography skills, you know, for friends' 
weddings or birthday parties or other events. And as you get experience, you may be able to charge a little bit more. It's awesome. And you might even be able to sell your prints at a local coffee shop or on Etsy. So many options out there. All right, number six, another great side hustle is edit college admission essays. So if you're really great at grammar, there are companies like Elite Editing or Wordvice that will actually hire you to proofread and edit college admission essays. So fascinating. And these projects sometimes will have a tight deadline, but for the most part, you can choose what projects you want to work on, which ones you don't. And you can even find work editing cover letters and resumes for job applications. So lots of options. All right, number seven, become a party planner. You don't need a degree in this. You just need to be organized, have good time management skills, people skills, creativity, and some clients. So if you've never done it before, maybe you start small, maybe for a friend's birthday party or even their kid's birthday party. You know, marketing skills obviously are a plus to help spread word about your business. Number eight, do makeup for special events. Again, you don't have to have a degree for this or formal training. You obviously can go deep into this field, but if you're just naturally good at it, like I have friends that just are great at makeup, right? If you know like the basics of foundation and highlighting, contouring, brows, lips, lashes, all the fun stuff— you can offer your services. And so maybe it's for a photography session or a wedding or a birthday party. So just promote yourself via social media, word of mouth, and you never know. People may be like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna go out for my bachelorette party. I'd love to have my hair and makeup done. I don't know. Anything is possible, you guys, especially in the world of makeup and hair. Love it. All right, number nine, rent out your car. Yep, believe it or not, you can rent out your car with companies like Turo, it's just like when you rent out your house for Airbnb. So there are some requirements, though. So you have to have less than 130,000 miles on your car, and your car's model year has to be within the last 12 years. But if you have the right kind of car and then another mode of transportation, this could be a great, easy way to make some money. All right, number 10, become a travel agent. This one is so near and dear to my heart. This, it's like my spiritual gift. If I'm not doing this right here, talking to you guys about money, I would sleep train babies, newborn babies, and be a travel agent to my passions that I feel like I'm great at. So for you, it might depend on your background, but to be a legit travel agent, though, I'm just messing around because I just love travel apps and all that. But you really might need a little bit of extra certification and experience for this one. But being a travel agent does not require a college degree. So it's really easier than ever to find remote work as a travel agent, especially if you're able to work with clients to help them find COVID-friendly travel accommodations. And your job would include, you know, making flight reservations, booking hotels, arranging group travel and discounts, possibly canceling travel arrangements, all of that. But there are companies out there like World Travel Holdings, BCD Travel, and Hopper to get started. All right, you guys, hopefully that just jogged your mind to think, okay, what are some ways that I can have a side hustle, make some money to throw up my debt, to get out of debt faster? Having a side hustle is one of the best ways to speed up this process. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. 
Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no networks and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. I'm really excited about this episode today because I have Christina Mascari on, and she's a full-time YouTuber and creator of Pretty Distressed, where she takes thrifted pieces and makes them beautiful and new-looking. And I can't wait to have you and talk about this because I'm not a DIYer. That's okay. That's okay. I don't think you have to have any skill to do this, honestly. That's why I I wanted to know. I I dropped out of art class after two days, so. (gasps) Okay. Okay, so do you consider yourself a creative person, though, like naturally? Not really. I've always been a crafter. I grew up crafting with my mom and my grandma, so I've always had a vision for things, and I just don't like spending a lot of money on furniture. So if I can thrift it, if I can dupe something, that's kind of where all this came from. you'll do it. Okay, so I can't wait to dive into this because— People already that you guys watching or listening and you're thinking, gosh, that's not me. Like, I'm not an artistic person. I'm like Rachel. I'm relating to Rachel right now because the fact of DIYing, it just, it intimidates me. It really does. So what's one or two tips for people that feel like, gosh, this is not my gifting that they could really do to get started? Yeah. Well, if you can paint a wall, you can paint a piece of furniture. It's just a paintbrush and some paint and just changing the look of it. So I really do think that anybody can do it. And the best way to start is just Go to a thrift store, look around your house. If you're sick of something and you're thinking, oh, I want to get rid of that, just get that can of paint out, get that brush out. The worst thing that can happen is that you have to redo it or you just give it away to somebody else. There's, yes. there's no pressure. There's no pressure when it comes That's to it. That's a good it. point. Yeah, because yeah, you can do this as a side hustle, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But if you're doing it just to save money, yeah, there's no pressure on it. It's okay if it screws up. So when you go into a thrift store, though, what are you looking for? Like, Are there things that you're like, oh, yeah, for sure— this type of furniture, this look is good, anything? like I'm just looking for something, honestly, that's in good shape, that doesn't have a strong odor to it, that doesn't look like it needs a lot of repair, something that's sturdy. A good thing to look for is dovetail drawing. I'm, a, I'm oh, trying not well. to go over your head no, I here. I love it. Give but it looks details. like these little teeth that come together. Okay. And if you see that in a drawer, you know that's a solid piece, and that is a always a good find. So I snatch those up right away. Okay, so yeah. that means it's like a well-built— A well-built piece. Piece, okay. So paint, you can do. Hardware— Right? Is hardware is, you know, a really quick fix is hardware. Say you find a piece that looks really great. It's in good shape. You're like, man, this doesn't even need paint. A really quick update is just to change out that hardware. And, you know, you can find cheap, affordable hardware at Amazon, on the hardware yes. store, and it could just give it a really quick update. See, this is the stuff that gives me hope. Because <laughs> like, like, you see things, you're like, man, this could be complicated, whether it's like a type of cooking or gardening or DIY. I don't know, anything. But you're like, no, when you go— and it's practical, you think, okay, paint and hardware, I can do this. I can order off Amazon yeah. and get some hardware and, really, and unscrew some stuff and put right? some stuff back, and it's a whole new piece. Yeah, and all you have to do to paint a piece of furniture, there are some great paints on the market now that make it really easy. All you have to do is clean your piece, and there are specific paints that you can buy that you don't have to prime. You don't have to sand back the finish. So it's just as easy as cleaning off your piece, getting this when furniture paint. you say clean, paint. do you mean just like taking a— 
like a cloth, like you like. There are several things that you can do to clean. The best way, the most inexpensive way to clean a piece of furniture is to get some dish soap, you know, because it's grease cutting. So you're going to take that dish soap, some warm water. You're just going to suds that up, wipe it all down, and then rinse that with water, and you should be good to go. And then you're good. You're good to go. You grab your favorite color of furniture paint, and it's just a matter of getting that paint on. You can roll it on. You could brush it on, and you just want to watch for big, you know, drip marks. That's the only thing, really, yes. that you have to do when you're painting furniture. It's just like painting a piece of paper. It's just okay. like painting a wall. You're just putting it on smoothly, and the paint levels out, and it kind of does the rest of the work for it's you. Fine. It's not that hard. Okay, what's one piece of furniture that you're like, this is the easiest thing to start with, and then what's the one that's like, ooh, this is hard? Right. I always tell people, start small. Do not take your grandmother's china hutch <laughs> or her dining table or six chairs and try to tackle that. You will give up five minutes in. The best thing to do, grab an end table, grab a nightstand, grab an old coffee table, something that you can tackle quickly, like in a day, that's not going to be overwhelming. You can get those techniques down, and then once you do, you can move on to that china hutch or that dining table. Okay, so how long does it take, realistically, to do a coffee coffee table? table, Let's say you have to do two coats. Um, It'll probably take you about 30 minutes to brush on that paint, give it about an hour or two to dry, come back in with your second coat, And most of the time, you don't have to top coat these paints. But if you want some added protection, like if it is a coffee table, you would want to seal it with a top coat on the top. So then you're talking about another couple of hours to get that done. So you could literally flip a piece of furniture in a day. I've done it several times. That's amazing. So now let's talk price point. Okay. Like what's like the cheap—we'll use coffee table as our example— like, what's probably the cheapest coffee table that you've seen, like, at a thrift store? At a thrift store, you can like, get those for, like, $5. $5. But here's the thing. You don't have to pay for furniture. There are people that want to get rid of things. So uh, if you were wanting yeah. to do this, find your trash days that, you know, people are putting their stuff out on the curb. If you have that in your area. Know those trash days. You can drive around and find things on the side of the road. The very first piece of furniture I ever flipped and sold for money I pulled off of my neighbor's driveway because they were moving. Stop so it. I got it for free. I painted it in two days, and then I sold it for $200. Okay, so these are the things that you need to be doing. I mean, people like. want to get rid of furniture. So let your friends, family know, hey, I will come haul this thing away for you. Yes. I'm updating furniture. If you have anything you want to get rid of, let me know. So for free or $5 yeah. to, I mean, literally, you could resell for— You could resell a coffee table depending on your market once you refinish it from anywhere from $50 to $150, oh, depending amazing. on the work that you put into it. Yeah. Okay, and you started this personally as a hobby, right? And then it yeah. turned into a side hustle, and then now it's like a full-time business. Yeah, this was a hobby for me. It was I was a stay-at-home mom. I had been in corporate communications for seven years— Stayed home with my children, which I love, but I just had mommy mush brain. And I just wanted something for me. I wanted something creative. And we had just moved into a house, and we had spent money redoing the floors and fixing a few things around the house. And my husband was like, we are done. We're not spending any more money on this house, but it wasn't furnished. So that's when I got creative, and I started—I found a dresser at Goodwill that I redid for— our foyer, we had a dining hutch and set that was passed along from his family that nobody wanted because it was extremely outdated. And I painted that and put it in our home. And then friends and family just started asking me, hey, this is great. I love what you're doing. Will you do a commission piece for me? Uh, I'm like, "Uh, sure, you're going to pay me? You're going to pay me to paint? And I just, I loved it. And it just, you know, it was something that I could do during nap time. It was something I could do at the kids, when the kids went to bed at night, when my husband was traveling. Yeah. And it just became this whole thing. And yeah, it just was a lot of fun. And I think 
I think anybody can do it. For sure. I do. I really do. Absolutely. Okay, so here's like a kind of a tactical question. Then I want to get back to the side hustle idea. So where do you do it? In your garage? Like, like Currently, I do it in my garage because I have space. But if you don't have space in a garage, I used to do it in my foyer. I used okay. to do it in my dining room. Yeah. And, you know, my house didn't look perfect when people came in, but I was making money. And totally. I was having fun doing it. Yeah. So just wherever you can find a space to do it, you don't have to have a whole big studio. You yes. can just do it in different rooms in your house. Because this paint that I use is low VOC, so it's safe to use okay. around your family. Okay. Yeah. That's a great point. I saw this, like, Instagram. <laughs> Real the other day, and it was like this husband. He was like, "The things my wife thinks people are going to do when they come over," and he's like yes, making I've fun, and he's like looking in the kids' rooms and in the cover, everything. And it's like, no, people don't do that. So even to your point of like, even if it is stuff that you, you know, if you're getting traction on it, and you're like, yeah, yeah you got to do use your foyer. Mm-hmm. People come over, people really don't care. Like, yeah, it's make not space this for thing. it. Yes, for sure. Especially, you can put it up and put it to the side, or put a drop cloth over it. If yeah, people are but coming if it's, in. yeah, but if it's but yeah. your side hustle, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of people are looking for ways to make money, to get out of debt specifically, anything to bring in income, right? And so this is a great option because it's low cost for the yeah. most, and if not free, you gotta mm-hmm. pay for paint and stuff, mm-hmm. but to be able to flip things. And so have you found people doing this like and making good money doing it? Yeah, I mean, I know you are. You've been doing yeah, it for a while. And but. I have to tell you guys, there is a whole community of furniture refinishers, and you can just do a quick search on Instagram or on YouTube, and you can find a lot of them. I have two friends that I have connected with through YouTube that have paid off major debt. I had a friend. She actually was in the studio here live. Her and her husband came up and shared her story. Her name is Kara from Lemons to Lemonade, and yes. they paid off $46,000 worth of medical debt flipping furniture. Um, I also have a friend who is a kindergarten teacher, and she started flipping furniture about a year ago, and she paid off $25,000 in student loans in under six months. Flipping furniture. Flipping furniture on the side and teaching kindergarten. Where have I been, Christina? Where have I been? (laughs) What am I doing here? What am I doing here? The market is only growing because you know a supply chain. I was about to say, It's so hard to get furniture right now. So if you can find a quality piece, sometimes it's just cleaning it up and maybe buffing it up a little bit. And like we said, changing the hardware, just taking it home, staging it, put like a plant on it, a picture, and yes. put that up on Marketplace, people are going to be like, wow, it looks like something out of a store, and yeah. you can just make money. Just Sometimes just cleaning a piece up, not yes. even necessarily painting and it. And I think some of the most like simple, elegant homes that I even know that friends have, that it's not like by this big designer— but they have these pieces, right? Some of them mm-hmm. may be redone. But it's the idea of like you're just like putting things together that work— and it makes your home feel cozy and warm. Like there's something about it versus almost this like stark, yeah. all matching piece. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's something about the character that, mm-hmm. that furniture can bring, you know, if you buy it or redo it that I think is awesome. Yeah. And these are one of a kind pieces. Yes. You have to take pride in your work when you are taking something and creating something. No one else can buy that piece of furniture that looks exactly like that. Yes. They may have that, but you change the color up, you change that hardware. So it is a unique piece for someone's home it's that awesome. they can be proud of. Yeah. So great. Oh, well, thank you for all the tips. I mean, it's as huge, you guys. And again, such a great way for you to put money towards paying off debt. Okay. So one thing I always ask my guests is, what is one thing you're doing with money? It can be anything. Okay. That is creating a life that you love. Um, well, I just love how generous we get to be. We get mm. to be radically generous with what God has blessed us with. And when he asks us to give big, I love that we can. Yes. And, you know, within my company now, I've been able to hire out some things that I can no longer do that I need to take off my plate. So I'm just so encouraged that a company I started is now helping other people achieve their dreams. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I it's love really it. Cool. And, you, and you do it debt-free. 
Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so part of that is having that margin to be able to do right. it, which is so great. Okay, where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me at prettydistress.com and you can find my YouTube channel and my Instagram and TikTok and everything through there. It's all there. It's all there. Oh, thanks so much for coming. I so appreciate thanks it. Thanks so much for having me. Happy flipping, guys. Happy flipping. <laughs> If you're trying it to get out of debt or even just save some extra cash, then this episode is for you. We're going to be talking about things that you already have lying around your house that you can actually sell to make money. So again, when you're paying off debt, every little bit helps. So selling stuff will make you money, you guys, like hundreds of dollars. Look around. Look around your house and just think, what am I not using that I could sell? In places like Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, Etsy, Poshmark, eBay, and all of these places are great options to sell your stuff. And depending upon how old your item is, you might even be able to sell it to an antique store or even to an antique collector. So do some searching around your house, your attic, your garage, and see if you have any of these things. Old TVs, yep. If you have an extra TV that's in good condition, even an older model, you can still sell it for money. So even on eBay right now, an outdated Toshiba TV from 2005 was listed for $150. What? So you never know. Computers, yep, the same applies to computers. So even if it's an outdated model, but if it's in good condition, someone out there might want it. Cell phones, if you upgraded your cell phone recently, sell your old one. Just as an example, a pre-owned, unlocked iPhone 6S in good condition can sell anywhere from $75 to $114 on eBay. And get this, you ready? A Nokia flip phone was listed on eBay for $66. Yes, even a flip phone. Also, unused gift cards is a great place to get some extra cash. So if you have a gift card that is not expired, you can actually sell it for whatever the balance is or even a few dollars less. Also, vinyl records and turntables. So anything vintage right now is really in, so you can probably get a lot of money for it. If you have any old records that you don't listen to, do research on the artist, the year, and the type of record and see if it's a rare one. Because if it's rare, some rare records can sell up to $1,000. And some even newer, non-rare ones can be worth $50. Also look around if you have any furniture that you don't need or you're not using. So furniture is a great source of cash, especially if it's in good quality condition. Also, a few bonus points for any furniture from the 80s or 90s, because that kind of style is very in right now. Wicker furniture is on trend. So do some research on other furniture trends to see if you have any pieces around your house that qualify for that because that will actually make you more money. But even furniture that isn't quote-unquote on trend, again, will still bring in some great cash. Vintage clothes. Is your mom or your grandmother, do they have old clothes from back in the day? Because if they're not very sentimental, you could actually sell some clothes because vintage Again, it's very popular, all the trends and all of that. So that's a great source of some cash. Next, musical instruments. So maybe your kids tried an instrument, they took a few lessons, and they don't play anymore. Or maybe you had a kid graduate, and their band kid days are behind them. 
Whatever the case, you can sell those instruments. Used instruments in good condition, especially guitars and drums, can sell for well over $100. Next, jewelry. So even if you don't have jewelry that's very valuable, it still might be worth selling. So look at your watches, chains, charm bracelets, anything that's not sentimental that you're not using, go to see if you can make money by selling it. Books. If you have any older books, including cookbooks, these can be worth a lot. A quick Google search will show you how much the books in your home are worth. Typewriters. Yep, typewriters. They're very trendy right now. And depending on the condition, they can sell for $100 or more. Kids' toys. So there's obviously the toys all around that they're not going to use. You can sell. But if you have any collectible items like Pokemon cards, Matchbox cars, Hot Wheels, Legos, Barbies, action figures, comic books, and even old Halloween costumes, they could be worth a lot of money. And if you have any video games or arcade games from the early 2000s, they're in very high demand right now. Also, old coins. So this could be a pain to look through and looking at all the dates and each coin and all of it. But just so you know, right now on Etsy, I found a dollar coin from 2001 listed for $1,000. If you have it, I mean, for a dollar, dollar, thousand dollars, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Now, don't get your hopes up because it's not always the case, but again, it's worth the look. This one cracks me up, I don't know why, but VHS tapes and cassette tapes. So remember, all of those amazing Disney VHS boxes from the 90s and 2000s, so nostalgic, and now people are wanting to collect them, even cassette tapes. So you never know how much people are willing to pay for some retro VHS or cassette tapes. Any other vintage or antique items? So picked up a theme here. If you have anything older than 20 years, it's considered vintage, and it might be worth a lot of money. If you have anything over 100 years, then it's considered an antique, and it might be worth even more. But you don't have to have a lot of vintage items. You can still just have a lot of stuff in your house that you're not using, that you're willing to sell to make some money. This is a place, again, I think it's just to get easy cash, you guys. Like, look around your house. We have so much crap in our houses, so much stuff that we're not using. So purge and sell and make some money. And the good news is, again, the more you sell, the more money you're going to make, the faster you're going to be able to pay off debt. And that is such a huge bonus. I want you debt-free so when your income comes in, you have control of it. All right, hopefully that gave you some ideas of maybe what you can sell around your house and make some extra cash. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And thank you to Christina for coming on and teaching us all new things, you know, about flipping furniture. Well, if you guys, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, make sure to hit the follow button. And if the spirit leads, you can leave a review. As always, remember to take control of your money and create a life you love.